there's a lot of stuff going on in the world, a lot of stuff that's bothering us. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of stuff we just unsure about. A lot of stuff we don't really have the answers to. Stuff we kind of have to work through. Mm. You know. Right. And we're just basically here to just kind of discuss it. Uh, let out our frustrations. Yeah. Um, let out our concerns. Mm. And, yeah, just kind of be maybe a voice for certain people or um, yeah. a conscience for certain people or... You know, even be challenged for certain people. For sure. You know, yeah, a challenge yeah. for certain people and challenged by people. Um, I know for sure we don't have all the answers. We ain't got this whole thing figured out. I just know we're two um, black males, you know. Mm. Yeah, you're right. Two Christian males, black males who just happen to be frustrated with a lot of what's going on. Mm-hmm. And just wanting to know why, right? So, I agree for where, sure. Where, man. where should we start first? Um, let's just. Uh, I guess we can start with the uh, what was our initial reactions um, to what we seen or heard, you know, that transpired. Mm-hmm. Um. I know what's big right now was the um obviously the the police shooting yeah. um was one of the incidents that happened um I know there were um, a few more um but that's like the only one I really um kind of did some research on or whatever um the other two I'm not um too familiar with um but um I know you sent me that link yesterday and I wasn't able to watch it um yeah but I but that wasn't a Police situation, of course, that's just, uh, mm. you could say a, a civilian uh, domestic disturbance, you know. Okay, yeah, yeah. But then yesterday also, I didn't watch the footage. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to watch the footage of mm. the new Adam Toledo. Yeah, I've heard about year. that. I'm not. Nope, I ain't put myself through that. Nah. Because people that watch it, I didn't saw enough <laughs> on social media. They didn't watch it, and mm. their thing was, why did I watch it? Or I will not watch harm to black people anymore. Like all this type of stuff. I ain't putting myself through that trauma. Yeah, man. And I know we uh we texted about it yesterday and um one of the things that I I see that's going on, man, is that the sanctity of life is being, you know, uh, life is being devalued, you know what I'm saying? It's become um I mean, it's nothing for us to uh, go on YouTube and we can find an incident where, you know, someone is being uh, murdered before our eyes. And um, and that should, man, make us give us cause to pause, man, because that right there, I think uh, it does something to um, the minds of people, I guess, especially um, African-Americans when we are constantly bombarded with this stuff, you know, and and even growing up, man, um, watching or looking at pictures of of lynchings and stuff like that man Mm -hmm. i think that can cause like some kind of psychological trauma and that like i'm at a point now like i can't bear it you know what i'm saying like i can't look at nothing like that no more dude like i can't just sit down watching that man here's the crazy thing for me mm -hmm. when i was younger um pictures of lynchings um maybe reading stuff in history books we grew up roots was out then but it was yeah it had been out for years right right 
but stuff like that um didn't bother me mm. like it does now because mm. i'm a kid then i didn't see the impact of it i didn't really understand the implications sure. of it i wish you know i kind of would have took it more seriously just to kind of sure. learn more um now i don't know what i'll be right now i don't not sure if i would be more militant or not but mm. i know that it didn't really affect me like it does now mm. and it's just a lot of stuff that i'm seeing now um it's just upsetting, you know. Mm. Like, my son is five. Right. I'm not watching the Adam Toledo video. I heard about it the day before it was coming out. Mm-hmm. Guy I follow on Twitter said, the video is going to come out tomorrow. You're not going to like it. Adam mm. Toledo in mm. Chicago, mm. killing another 13-year-old mm. by the police. Mm-hmm. Say, I'm just warning you now. You're not going to like it. Mm. Sure enough, I was scrolling last night or whatever. You know what? I saw yes, <clears throat> I saw yesterday during the day and um, saw people posting, talking about it, stuff like that. And I was like, okay, dude called it. He said that it's going to come mm. out and it's going to frustrate a lot of people. Yes. But I saw oh. people talking about it, talking about it, stuff like that. And I was like, man, I don't want to see it. And I was scrolling the timeline. And somebody had reposted a video and it was coming up. I hurry up, scroll past because I'm like, nah, I'm not. Because growing up, it was, I didn't, be honest with you, I didn't mm. see death like that in the streets. Nah, me in places either. like that. I, I did not see it. The, most of the death I seen was, you know, as far as family members died. At a funeral, funeral. I saw death. Like, I never seen an actual dead body before. Right. So, either funerals or TV. But I knew from an early age, I could separate the two. Mm-hmm. Like, when Ricky got shot in Boys in the Hood. <laughs> that was tragic right there, And there, then bro. I see him in another God. movie. I'm like, okay, well, Ricky's still here. It's like Ricky and who that was <laughs> on, uh, was that, A Menace to Society. Oh, Kane, man, when he was, he was shot, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Kane. No, yeah, no, so I'm, that, I'm, I'm able to, yeah, because hmm. the dude who played O-Dog, Lorenz Tate. Lorenz Tate, yeah. He was old dog in there, but he also yeah. was a character in the show. I don't know if people really remember this show. He it was a sitcom on Fox called South Central. Yeah, it didn't get mm-hmm. a lot of episodes, but he was basically kind of in the sense a high school kid, kind of just like old dog in a sense on there. Mm-hmm. I'm able to separate the two. So movies, mm-hmm. shows, somebody get killed, something like that, or something happening. I'm able to separate the two for sure. Seeing this actual is, death happening, stuff like he that. He gone, man. Like nah, nah. This is this is real. He ain't coming back. Yeah, yeah for real. This is though. real. It's not, so no that, acting. It affects me differently. Mm, for sure. So. Yeah, man. And not man, because I'm also thinking like man, because back to I guess um, what we were talking about the initial reaction and um, what I feel like in a situation like that, dude, is man, it's a tragic, it's a tragic moment. It's a tragic situation where. Um, somebody has lost their life. You know, somebody has lost their son. Um, a kid, dude. Um, a dude, Dwayne Wright, whatever man. He had a son. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So that dude is gonna grow up without a father. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody lost their brother. Um, and then on the flip side, the police officer. You know, I mean, her life was valuable also. Definitely. And that's it. You know what I'm saying? So her life also is forever changed. And who knows, man? She might have had kids. I mean. I haven't done any research on uh, also Kim Porter. 
Potter or something like that, yeah. the officer. Like I don't know nothing about her life. Um, if she it's, had, if I'm not mistaken, she was on the force for 26. My 26 years, yeah. So that's what I heard. If I had to guess, I would assume that yeah, she had kids. She if had I, a family. If I had yeah. to guess, she had a family. You know. Yeah, man, and that's what makes it hard because both everybody lost in that you know in that situation yeah. you know. Um, and that's what I think our first initial reaction should be. With it's out of you know we should weep and. And understand, yeah. like, God, this is somebody just lost their, their life, you know. Yeah. And what, what, where, where are they? Where is this guy? You know, where is he spending eternity? And you know, what I'm saying, um, yeah. I, I, when I look at the cases and stuff like that from practical sense, I try to work through it in my mind because I ask myself, okay, what is the training? How is the training going? Because Craig McFarland, she shot into the vehicle and hit him. Right? Yeah. For sure. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm naive and gullible. Maybe I'm too mm-hmm. optimistic. Mm-hmm. But even just from watching movies, okay, he's trying to get away. Let me shoot out some tires. <laughs> Let me not shoot in the car. Let me I shoot, shoot the man tires. in the car. Yeah, you know? man. There's plenty of other places to shoot. Let me shoot out some tires <laughs> so that he can stop. He might hey, get out yeah. on foot, boom, we got patrol, stuff right. like that. He shouldn't. Like, yeah. He should that shouldn't have happened, man, for real. I, I don't need to shoot inside the vehicle. Mm. Especially mm. if the person didn't shoot at me first. Yeah. I don't need to shoot inside the vehicle. And yeah. the thing is, first, if I'm having a confrontation like that, you know, people run high on adrenaline and all that. But enough tasers, you you butt gonna go down. <laughs> Eventually. Enough tasers? <laughs> I see a lot go one down. One person man, might be able to withstand tasers, one taser bro. sometimes with the adrenaline form, they pull it off. Yeah, yeah. You get three cops getting tasered, no, nah, no. Nah. Eventually, yeah. Eventually, he yeah. gonna fall, man. Yeah. He dropping yeah. to the ground. Yeah, yeah. He, he he falling down and he <laughs> he uh break dancing on the ground. Hey, come on, you know? man. So yes, for sure. I just I don't know if that goes in the train. I'm not sure as far as what they mm. what they're telling them. I don't know. But what's crazy is just seeing it so much now. But we both live in the South Lake Charles area. Mm-hmm. Like I'm getting alerts on my phone from KPLC of course and just yeah, it's happening here now shootings happening here now yeah you know whether it's officer involved shootings mm-hmm. or you know other shootings and stuff like that mm. you know and as far as some people as far as they probably want to go with the gun control talk, and that's a whole nother subject for that's a so yeah, that's got, a different podcast man yeah, I got I got I got feelings <laughs> on that you know for sure man I definitely but, got some I got a lot <laughs> yeah Well I'll, I'll, I'll say this That'll be an episode for another day I don't think there's another podcast Me and you could touch on that Yeah mo- sure. most definitely yeah, man Me and you could touch on that Most definitely um, Yeah I Just to kind of touch on that so I know whatever It was just I guess it's different for me Because just coming where I come up from I, I was born and raised in Orange Orange, Texas You didn't hear Firearms and stuff like that Talked about mm. A lot not mentioning that, but sure enough, people were packing heat. I just didn't know about it. You just didn't know. I mean, you had certain scenarios where you hear about guns and you know, there was stuff like that with mm. the police or people getting killed. You know, um, hmm. the UGK song, uh, one day, one day you're here, the next day you're gone. One day, you're here. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're talking about the dude killed over five dollar dice game mm-hmm. that was in orange. Yeah, that's where that took place. So, wow. yeah, um, 
So just hearing about that, but then it was crazy because me, I didn't really, because my, in my household, my parents, you know, they didn't grow up with firearms and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I didn't grow up with that in the house. Mm-hmm. But um, it wasn't until I got to church, to the church I went to here, and I, um, the pastor was talking about it or whatever, that he had it or whatever, he had one or whatever, you know, to yeah. kind of protect his family and stuff like that. And then I started to hear it from just other people. So it was crazy because the main people, I, and the first people I started hearing from, the majority I started hearing from were people who, you know, go to church, you know, believers, yeah. stuff like that. So that just kind of just made me to kind of do more research. And I mean, I own firearms, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm i not knocking the second amendment, right? I'm, I'm cool with it. You know, yeah. I support it, but yeah, that'd be a whole nother subject for another day. I'm packing like a mug though. I don't, I don't blame <laughs> you one bit. When hey, I, when I, when man. I tell you I am too, hey. I, I don't, I don't blame you. And, one thing is to me, it's the cool. Yeah, because when the shoots, stuff like that, just target like, practice, aim, things yeah. of that nature. You're not doing that to say. The main same person is not doing that to say, man, I'm about ready to shoot somebody. I'm about to go shoot up a school. If I want to shoot somebody, I got call of duty or something for that. I, can I got that. something yeah. fake. Like, yeah, for I'm real, not going no. to end somebody's life like that. Nah, this no. is fun. They're cool to collect. They're cool to shoot. Mm-hmm. Different calibers you're learning about, stuff like that. They're just cool. And I believe in responsible, responsible gun ownership. Ability, I should say that man. too. Yes. Responsible that's gun ownership. Like right. some people just dumb that just shouldn't have guns. Mm-hmm. If that means that maybe stricter background checks and things. Yeah, like they should. That. I mean, that's, yeah, the problem is not the gun, man. It's the operator. You feel me? Oh, you know what I'm saying? Simple. Dude? Like, just in the wrong hands, man. Cause um, I mean, I guess I my. You remember was, Money Talks, was, huh? The movie. Yeah, that's what uh, Chris, Tucker. Chris Tucker, right? Strong Sheen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, "Guns don't kill people. Stupid mother with guns kill hey, people." Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's real though. He was he, he was on some something, right? He was on yeah. something. You feel me? Cause I grew up, man. My dude, it's like my dad. My dad owned guns. But he never brought him out. I'm gonna put it that way. Like he, mm, he okay. was a hunter, dude. And um, but he stopped. He quit all that when we were born. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, but so I always he used to knew hunting like uh, probably duck, rabbit. Uh, yeah, he he told me this funny story, deer. man. He said he he really he said I I stopped hunting. He said one day because he shot my cousin's dog, man, on accident. Oh, it was in the bushes, man. He thought it was um, a rabbit or something like that, man. Uh-huh. I don't know. He he capped that sucker, man. Ooh. Killed him. He killed my. He killed that man, dog, man. Rest in peace, man. But he, it's gone. So I think that really, man, that that was it for him, bro. Like ah, leave, bro. But um, but yeah, but um, he just never like those guns are still in the attic, bro. He never takes them down, man. And mm. um. And I, I mean, I've heard him mention things about guns and, um, you know, just, I don't know, man. Um, if he follows like that, this, the saying that people just, you know, just, you just shouldn't have, there's no need for it or whatever, yeah. man. But um, I have to, you know, I, I disagree with that yeah. <laughs> completely, dude. I'm like, yeah. it's yeah. mainly, you know, I have my gun, you know what I'm saying? I, I like them, dude. And, and they're also they're for protection, dude. I mean, somebody yeah. walk up in my house, man. I do got a 90-pound German Shepherd, but if he get past that, you know what I'm saying? He got a, 
You're going to yeah. feel something else that's going to bite harder. You're filming in that I, dog. But For people, even if, I would say this, even if you know, you got somebody in the crib at night then busting there. Mm-hmm. Try to do, if they coming in there at night, they're looking for something. They're looking to do some kind of damage or they're looking to take something from you. Yeah, while well, she was in my you house. Know? Yeah, for real, though. If you're in the house, you know. But my thing is, is this. Even if you're not big on it, say you don't have any ammo, right? Mm-hmm. Just hypothetically speaking. Say you, um, and I understand people have trauma from either mass shootings or something they were involved in themselves where they were a victim of gun violence and they survived it so mm-hmm. I understand people mm-hmm. having their trauma so mm-hmm. I would say yes um, um, recognize that trauma and hey I understand you're there and I empathize and sympathize with you you know mm-hmm. um, but back to the story as far as somebody coming to your house something like that if someone is whatever by a door or whatever you know, a shotty, 12 gauge, it's pump action. That's a guy. You hear that? You're gonna at least think. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't enter that room. Maybe, yeah. You're right. Maybe yeah. I shouldn't. Unless I want a gang of pellets in me. Yeah. A hole in me. Mm-hmm. You know what? But, yeah. And, and check this out, Jeremy, on the flip side. Like, I'm gonna tell you like this. If I'm, I mean, I don't. I don't carry, I don't have a, I guess, a concealed carry license, whatever. But mm-hmm. um, even if, I, if I'm if i somewhere and I see somebody open carry, I feel safer. There's a part mm-hmm. of me that feels safer, like, because yeah. I know if anything go down, man, with all these, dude, it was like a, a mass shooting, like, what, yesterday? At a FedEx? Uh, FedEx. I, I just got the, it just popped up on my phone. I was like, dang, another one? In, like Indiana, I think? Yeah. I was like, yeah, another one? All, like, we've been getting a bunch lately, man. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's always, it's, it's to me, it's wise and it's safe yeah. to, you know, I just feel safer, dude, if I'm in the store yeah. or Walmart somewhere. Even yeah. at church, you feel me? Mm-hmm. I mean, she was in church, bro. I, I, mean, I, uh, yeah. And there's the a lot, there's some people that. at my church that carry, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I I feel safer, like. Yeah, I used to see that at church, too, because, I mean, people will run up in a church because they don't think nobody's going to carry it. Real, like, you know responsible. People with, with, with guns yeah. and that's a... But you're right. When you see somebody in a store, because here's the deal. People who, from what I've seen, what I've kind of researched and stuff, mm-hmm. people who go to, like, when it happened, that I think it was Walmart in Texas when old boy went up in there with the uh, AR and stuff mm-hmm. like that or whatever. Um. Oh, when people go in places and shoot, it's kind of like they conceal everything first. Mm-hmm. And then they open fire. Mm-hmm. People who open carry to where you can kind of see it, from my experience, they're not looking to harm anybody. No. No. They're showing you, hey, I have it on me if I stuff go down. Me, but so. look, I'm coming here. I got groceries to get, man. I got, I got to go to aisle yeah, 6, man. 9, got, and 13. I got to grab this stuff. You feel me? Yeah. yeah, dude. I real. ain't worried about y'all right now. Mm-hmm. But if something going to pop off, I got y'all. <laughs> That's kind of like how you just mm-hmm. know it or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. People who tend to do those things, they hide it. Yeah, for sure. They don't That's want you to see they got it on them and stuff like that. So those are the ones, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. the ones you see it on them or whatever, like I said, they just kind of look. I got this on me just in case something pop off. Mm. I ain't worried about you. Hey, mm. do what you got to do or whatever. But if you need my protection or mm. something like that, boom, you know. And that's kind of like how you got to... Uh, Look at it too. I mean, sometimes you kind of need that protection, you know. Mm. I know some people 
some people as far as I mean we talking about it so I guess we here now you know the topic of gun control and things of that nature it's it's tricky to me a lot of the people who are talking about it because when I see a lot of famous people talk about it I say to myself are you packing heat mm-hmm. I understand you saying gun control you want all of this are you packing heat mm-hmm. you know and if you feel like gun violence is stupid then mm-hmm. make sure that your security ain't on yeah you know, yeah, they, you, you got to be consistent. You got to be consistent. Man. And I don't think they are. <laughs> no, I think it's just an agenda that they want to push. It's an agenda they're pushing, bro. So I see that's it, why I, I sit there and I just kind of just think through and just look through and it's like, okay, I mean, yeah. don't, don't, on knives kill too, bro. I'm like, yeah, it's more know? knives killing than that's guns. What I, that's what I, mean, I read, man. You know, yeah. what do you do about that? You take away the kitchen knives, man. Yeah. yeah no, nah, you don't do that, bro. Uh. You don't, man. Yeah. So, I mean, the thing is, knives are useful. You know, knives have a use to them. They weren't designed to hurt people and kill people, but, you mm-hmm. know, just like yeah. guns have a use to them. They weren't necessarily hit, created to, hey, this is to kill a person. No, they weren't designed for that. But, I mean, people use people guns use to, for to hunt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? People had to eat, you know what I'm saying, to provide for their family. So, they yeah. people use guns. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, but it, it can, like, I think just like it all, in a lot of things, um, people can, they're used for good, but people can use them for, for evil. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the Bible is, is, is good, but people use the Bible for hundreds, I mean, like a long we time, both, and they we, still, we talk, I mean, we go back to slavery. We, and we before both black males. I mean, come on, bro. Constructing a Bible. Tearing out certain passages. Yeah, for real, though. Just to use it for evil. Yeah. Describing our people's freedom. Mm-hmm. Now nah, we got to keep them enslaved. And it's not. Yeah. And the thing is, the Bible yeah. is not bad. I mean, the yeah. Bible is a, it's a one used of, by somebody, yes. you know, who loves God, who's responsible. Yeah. It can use to bring blessings. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Conviction. Yes. And I mean, that's what the word of God is. But it can yeah. also be used to keep people in bondage. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. From I mean, we talk about slavery. Yeah, that was. That was a thing, you know what I'm saying? Also, you got, um, you know, people who use the Bible to, you know, gain profit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Profit off of people, man. You talk yeah. about a health and wealth gospel, whatever, man, you want to put mm-hmm. it, but um, it's it's it, it used for bad. It is, but, it is, you can argue it is the greatest it, book ever compiled. Yeah. And it could be used for the best of blessings and mm. the worst of curses. Hey, that's a good Simple. way to put it. Hey, Look man, at the book man. of Eli. There you go. Oh, old, old boy who wanted that book said, uh, I know the power this book has. Right. The one who was trying to control all yeah, the people. Yeah, for real. Yeah. I know the power this book has. Mm. So that's why he was trying to get that book yeah. from Eli. You Eli know, wouldn't let him handle it, man. That yeah, and he was guarding it, guarding it with his life, you know. Yeah, I mean, you man. look at it. just depends. Like, you can use I mean, that to manipulate. You know, we're, let's call it like it is. We're both married men, you know, who love our wives, mm-hmm. you know. Um, in Corinthians, you know, it talks about what is it, chapter nine? I want to say either chapter nine, chapter mm-hmm. ten. I think it's chapter nine, though. No, no, no. I think it's chapter six. Um, I know it's in First Corinthians, though. I'm getting my numbers wrong. <laughs> That's all but, that, man. That's yeah. all that counts, that. Yeah. Wait, man. I think it's six or seven. I think it's seven now. Okay. Yeah. Somebody get a my Bible in here. Yeah. I'll get my chapters mixed up, but how it talks about uh intimacy with uh. You know, the husband and wife, intimacy between the husband and the wife or something like that. Mm-hmm. And trust me, 
It's been plenty of times a married man has tried mm. to, you know, bring that up to his wife, stuff like that. But you also got to understand how your wife feels and stuff like that. Mm. You know, maybe she ain't in the mm-hmm. mood right now. Maybe she's yeah. going through something and stuff like that. So yeah, 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 man, that's, that's that's real, bro. And um, and also I guess getting back to like that, we talk about the, you know, our you know the, the name of our podcast. You know what I'm saying? We my you know 808s and Narnia. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Um. We look at hip hop, you know, um, when I think about something that has been used um, to do evil, but also, you know, does great good. You know, and I think mm-hmm. hip hop also um, fits into that category or that sphere of what we're talking about, yep. um, how it's been, you know, I mean, first coming out, man, it's, it's, it was used like to um, to basically, I mean, it was it was prophetic in nature you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. these brothers were talking about um what was going on man in, in, in the hood and the streets relaying messages. some good messages dropping news you know what i'm saying i mean like one of the most classic songs everybody knows the message mm-hmm. you know yep. Fras- grandmaster flash and furious five yeah like, for real man super dope songs he's talking about like what is he saying in one of the verses broken glass everywhere yeah like yeah he's talking he's about describing stuff that's going what's on going on man in their community yeah in the streets yeah, it's like a juggle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going on. Hey, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, for real. Good, so, yeah. Song talking about hey, these are mm-hmm. the ills of the world right now. This is what we're going this through. This what's going on. This stuff needs to change. Yeah. But then you also got the other stuff. That's when the other the stuff come stuff. on when it starts you know? to. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It wasn't about. Um, I guess prophesying or telling or preaching to others what was going on. It was more about. It became now more about promoting promotion of of self profit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What can I say? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To make a dime. You know what I'm saying, man. Um, but um, yeah, man. And I think hip hop fits into that, bro. Um, yeah. Yeah. We see a, a lot of good, man. Like a good can come of it, but people it has such a bad rep that um, throughout the years people have just wanted to just um. Bury it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Put it in the graveyard, don't dig it back up. You know what I'm saying? It's been used for evil. It's killing our young people, you know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, you you I mean yeah. you've heard it all, man, throughout the years, bro. Yeah. Uh, it's gotten such a bad rap. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> and you can argue you can kinda argue in the sense that that might be what's happening with um police right now. Now Ted Technically, police yeah, origin, right? If we go back to slave time, police mm-hmm. origin being slave catchers, that wasn't necessarily the best mm-hmm. um, origin. That wasn't necessarily the best, hey, this is being used for good. Mm-hmm. But as far as looking out for communities, protecting communities, things of that nature, as far as protecting and serving communities like they're supposed to, good. But then yeah. you have some cops who may have racist agendas. You may have some mm-hmm. undercover KKK agents who may have yep. racist agendas. You may have some who just looking to stir and, trouble. You and, may have some who dirty, who making money, yeah. you know, drugs and stuff like that or whatever. You know, we've seen training day. We know there are dirty cops out there. You know, <laughs> Lonzo, so, man. So we, we, <laughs> we know that. So cops in, in and of itself, police shouldn't be necessarily viewed as bad. But mm-hmm. yes, of course, they got bad apples in there. It bad takes boy. it takes the good yeah. to outweigh the bad. The good need to speak up on that. You used to watch that that bad. Uh, what, what was it? Bad Boys. 
Back in the day, the old cop show. Cops. Bad boy, cops. Yeah, no, bad, bad boys, boys was the bad theme boys. song. Yeah, yeah. The show was cops. Yeah. 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 It was all it was always a fat yeah. cop having to <laughs> have to run after somebody. Always, man. Yeah. He's always caught him. Yeah. That, that, but I think it was we didn't see a lot of shoes on there either. We didn't see a lot of shoes on that either. We did. That boys was down the run. They, they get was, burnt. <laughs> <laughs> they was down the run, man. Hey. I watch that mug every night, bruh. For for a minute, I wanted to be a cop, man. Cause that show, bro, for real though. Mm-hmm. Wow, but um, man, it gets it gets tricky too, man. Um, cause I know that you just never know what these cops are going through and what they've been through. A lot of these cops come from, you know, they're ex soldiers and Marines, and they come in, and they got PTSD mm-hmm. and they have never sought like mental health. You know, what I'm saying help, and so these guys are easily triggered. You yep. know, what I'm saying by things things can happen that triggers them. Yep. You know what I'm saying, and cause them to flip out, and but it's it's a lot, man. But um, and I think that um, we need to, I guess, be um, stay discerning when it comes to that, and not um, just put every cop in that light that uh, every cop is racist, every cop is bad, and I yeah. think just as blacks have been, uh, I guess, um, perceived through the years because of media as villains, and yeah. I think cops are now being promoted and seen and perceived as, you know, out to kill black folk and racist. And uh, I think we have to be mindful of that, that, yeah, there are some bad apples, you feel me? But, I mean, it's not, they're not all like that, man. Um, I mean, I've had the opportunity, my wife's cousin is married to a a cop in in Texas. And um, for the last storm, we we evacuated and we, we stayed, at, at their house, whatever, and um, right. I was able to man chop it up with this. They in. they in spring. Oh, okay, North North Houston. Yeah, so um, man, I had some good convo, bro. Um, I was able to. He even took me on a little ride along, bro. Um, and we talked about everything that's going on, and um, I just got his his perspective because that was the first time I actually talked to a police officer. Yeah. About you know what's what you, how you feel about this? You know what I'm saying? I know I've talked to black folk. I talked to white folk. I mean outside of law enforcement, but how do you feel? You know, and um, yeah. it was good, man. It was good. It was uh, encouraging and informative, dude, because I've seen a different side. I've, you know, he was like, Mark, I, he's like a police officer. He's like, dude, I have a wife and kids, bro. I, I just want to go home too, you know? Yeah. And um, that just opened my eyes up to a lot of stuff, man. Like, man, these dudes have, I mean, they have families too, bro. And um, I told people my experience uh, when I lived in Westlake, um, mm-hmm. A cop stayed across the street. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Did yeah, you? remember the house? Yeah, I remember the house. Yeah, cop stayed right there. across the street. Wow. Um, and like, I remember just moving in over there. Man, he told me, "Say, man, it's a tight knit neighborhood. We cool. Everybody look out for everybody. Mm-hmm. Say, you need something, let me know." So one of the things one time was I remember, um, but he had to go to work early. I remember, I remember him telling me, "Need something, let me know." I, and I had an issue. Uh, Underwater, I mean, underneath the house or whatever, one of the pipes had gotten loose and it was getting water out of everywhere or whatever. So, yeah, um, I remember knocking on his door there early in the morning or whatever. She was like, well, no, he's kind of already going for work right now or whatever. I was like, okay, I'll try to uh, figure it out. So I ended up figuring it out or whatever. I had to uh, shut it off. I forgot where it was at or whatever. I was trying to open the wrong thing. But then also a situation happened where they were doing some stuff with the roads mm-hmm. in Westlake. And um, usually where I leave as far as going to work or whatever, I turn left at a certain spot. 
but the left lane was blocked. So what people were doing was they'll use their right lane, but can still turn left mm-hmm. or either go right or whatever. But supposedly mm-hmm. if you go that way, you could only go right. And there was a sign there. The thing was, I never saw a sign because there was a cop on his bike right there in front of the sign. Mm. So I didn't see it, so I went left because I mean, like people been doing this. Sure enough, he stopped me or whatever. Told me, yeah. He told me there was a sign, there and I was like, "Sir, I'm be honest with you, I didn't see the sign." So we went through that whole scenario. He gave me a ticket or whatever, and I remember passing through that later. I remember uh, telling the officer uh, um, across the street yeah, about the street. it. Okay, yeah. And he was like, "Uh, he said, yeah, there is a sign there, you know." So he's like, if you go back over there, it is a sign there. So I went back and I saw the sign. Mm-hmm. When I saw the sign, it I was like, of course I couldn't see it. The cop was in the way. He was in the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For real. But he told me, he said, give me the ticket. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm gonna see what I can do or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know? And he got it reduced by like seventy percent. Wow. You know, like he said, like when I told him about it again, he said, because I had to remind him or whatever, and he told me to remind him. So I reminded him. He said, all right. Mm. And he went to his captain or whatever and got it yeah, reduced man. or whatever. That's dope. And other than that, um, he would clean cars on the side too. Really? And um, I, if I'm not mistaken, it was one of the guys that like owned like out of the Cumulus radio stations. Yeah. Downtown and all mm-hmm. that. So, yeah, he told me, he said, yeah, man, just come by one day, you know, so I'm going to show you the stuff he had. So, I went there and like, dude had a, I want to say a older Bentley Continental, something mm-hmm. like that, and, like, you know, I never been inside a Bentley before, cause mm-hmm. you know where I'm from, people didn't have Bentleys. You know, even mm. living in this area, people yeah. didn't have Bentleys over there. And he showed me, <laughs> like, yeah, they got this, this, this. Like, mm. I'm talking about, it was a maybe an older '06, '07, '08 model, mm. you know, something older. But all the technology we get in our vehicles now, that had that. They had that way back. 10, yeah. 10, 15 years ago. Hey, that had. Come on, man. You know. So yeah. So, but like I said, like me and them had a good relationship. That's dope, bro. Yeah, that's good. He was that's, a white cop. That's encouraging. You know? Wow, man. So, but you look, you wonder like, um, so let's just, you know let's go back to hip hop when uh, you know NWA you know um, had a song come out you know after Police mm-hmm. um, coming straight from the underground. Hey, so man, dude, so you wonder like, I guess this obvious history would tell you that there's always been a distrust between African Americans and the police. Yeah. I mean, we talk about it goes back years, you know, and I'm wondering, like, what what needs to be done or what can change that um, that relationship? You know, what I'm saying um, between uh, law enforcement and in, in, in the citizens, I mean, uh, of the communities, you know, what I'm saying that they are in they are part of, you know, yeah. um, I always thought that there needs to be some relational building there. To change, to challenge, also yeah. to challenge um, each other's perceptions of one another. Yeah. There has to be a relationship. So, because yeah. without relationship, we're not challenged. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We're gonna go on with the same mindset, the same mind frame, whatever about each other. Yeah. So, I think relationships are important. But yeah. you know, but how can we make that happen now with the friction and tension that there is already? Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna make it even like tougher for you know what I'm saying. Yeah, Q gonna have to come out with an EP. Hey, he gonna have to, man. That's what it's gonna take, bro. For real, Q man. Like, Q, speak to the people, man. Uh, uh, 
duet with a, a, a cop uh, or EP. <laughs> yeah, EP and then a, a sit down interview they with a cop do, or something they like that. Got some, they got to sing a song together or something, yeah, bro. Like, something, man. man. Just don't do the Young Cool J and no. that country singer did that. Uh, accidental racist. Do not. <laughs> That's do horrible. Not. You're going to send us back 400 years, man. Yeah, don't do, do it. Do not do that. Don't do it, yeah. man. <sighs> But I, yeah, dude. The conversations definitely need to still happen. Um, I think it's that cop in, I think he's in Alabama or Arkansas. That white cop who's who's super popular in social media. Like his, uh, I'm not sure if he is anymore. I hadn't seen him in a while. I don't follow him, but that's a dude be playing basketball with the yeah. kids and like he, dancing. He, he's in the neighborhood all, all the time because yeah, yeah, yeah. that's his neighborhood. They be patrolling over there, so he cool with all of them. But and props to him, man, for real. You know. The the thing is, is people, it, it's it's the catch twenty two is the social media age is. Are you? Are, he would probably say, "I'm doing this to show people, man, that they really have cops out here who care about these communities, right. care about these people." Right. But the other people, the catch twenty two is people are gonna be, "Oh, you just doing this for cops? You just trying to act for like you just trying you're to paint trying to... all these officers as being good when we know y'all ain't good like that, you know?" So that's the catch twenty two that people face. Is that they want to put this out there in the public and stuff like that and show that there are good community relationships with police, but people gonna write it off as well nah, it's just, you know, F the cops and all of this, but it's like, nah, I understand your reservation towards cops and I think you have rights to feel that way, you know, but not all are bad. So mm. we we need to have more talks, have more meetings, have more community functions or, you know. Maybe if it's just Functions, block parties, and stuff like that in your neighborhood, mm-hmm. and just man, police just stopping there, like yo, we we ain't trying to do nothing. We trying to join in on the fun. What's up? We just want to hang got, out. Yeah, yeah. Y'all got dominoes over there. What's up? I'm Let's on slap next. some bones. Yeah, yeah. for real. Like, though. Just really being a part of the community, so the people can feel like they okay. You down? You know, mm. you, we can trust you. And the thing is, is just going out there and just trying to tell the people that too. Look, this is my area that I got patrol. I ain't got no beef with y'all. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to look yeah. out for y'all. I'm trying to make sure that y'all are mm. safe. For so, real though. As far as me coming in, I don't mm. want y'all to feel a certain way. I don't want y'all all oh, here coming over here mess with me. Yeah. I want y'all to be safe. Now, of course, I don't want y'all yeah. over here doing no illegal activity and stuff yeah, like that. I'm like, let's to, keep this thing. I had to check it in. Yeah, right I'm going to have to do but, my job. Yeah. But yo, like, let's, let's have it to a way where I ain't got to do my job like that. Like, let's really look out for each other and do what yeah. we're supposed to do. Like mm. and just let them know. Look, I'm gonna do my. I'm going to look out for y'all. I'm gonna do my best. I'm going to look out for y'all. Like let them know that, so that you some kind of trust, trust can, can be, be established. Yes, and and when I was thinking when you were saying that, it's it's gonna take vulnerability on both sides. It's gonna take the cop being vulnerable to do that, and also on the flip side, it's gonna take us to be vulnerable. Uh-huh. You know, to open ourselves up to trust somebody. You know what I'm saying? When we've been prone to distrust, and that takes vulnerability. That takes the, the work of a spirit. You know, to allow you to trust again. You know, yeah. to love, which is a work of God. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like a a God type love, man. That's what it's gonna take. You know, we both have to be vulnerable and open ourselves up. You know what I'm saying? And that's what vulnerability comes in, and which is hard, man. It's not um. It's not easy, especially when yeah. you have been you've you've been grown. Uh, you have a distrust for all these years because of situations and things that's happened um, between the two different groups. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, dude? That's that's tough, bro. It is. You know, but it's gonna it's gonna take radical love. Yeah, it's love. And, you know and, what I'm saying for real. 
and like it's it's not gonna be this it's like it's not gonna be this kumbaya like some people yeah have the perception as far as like you and I being men of faith you know mm-hmm. Christian faith and Oh, you just have this kumbaya <laughs> thing to you, just so happy go lucky. S'mores, man, fireplace. Like, like nah, like it's some Christian out there. Like, yo, we ain't about that. Yeah, um, for real. I, I'm sorry, I don't feel that way. It's stuff like that. So it's like when when it literally has to take a work of the spirit. It's like you telling yourself, yo, you need to chill and fall back because what people don't understand is, yes. Oh. Yeah. God is almighty God mm-hmm. is all powerful All of that But man has responsibility too And a lot of times We get in our own way Just calling like it is A Since lot of times one. We get in our own way and Just day one brother Well Since no I'm one. not Yeah You know God could clearly be speaking To your spirit you, No Yeah No I'm not You know no. And you I mean you brought up A good point Cause when I think about that Okay let's bring up the What's that Botman Jean Whatever Oh, Botham Jean. You remember when that brother, you know, that brother forgave that woman for killing his brother. Yeah. He was like, they both came down on him hard. Mm-hmm. And, you know, look. I'm that was trash to me, too. Man. But look, dog, I'm like, if that was my brother, if Adam, man, you know my brother, dog. But if yeah. my brother was killed like that, dude, that's hard. That's tough. Yeah. That takes strength for what? And yeah. I think that. That what he did is looked at as weakness. So he's a sellout now. He's a you know, you know Uncle Tom. He's submitting. He a passive Negro now. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, here's the deal. I don't. I don't feel. I'm that 35. Uh huh. How old are you? I'm 38. No, yeah. 37. Dude, my bad. Yeah. I can't remember. You my you either two or three years ahead of me and Adam because <laughs> me and Adam graduated the same year. Yeah. So here's my deal. The dude. Was he like eight? I want to say eighteen or twenty-two. He's a young buck, man, for real. So he's young. His compassion is going to hit differently. When kids mm. are young or whatever, people who are younger, they're more forgiving and stuff like that. So how you gonna sit there and call this man a, a Uncle Tom or this and that or whatever? I remember listening to it like on the Breakfast Club and it's horrible, bro. You know, oh, just you know, uh, forgiving others by devil stuff like that. Like you, yeah, one that forgiveness dude. one was for him. It's not so that for, yeah, he, it wasn't for you. Yeah, it wasn't real. for that person. It was for him, so he wouldn't have to harbor that. That's healing, um, right there. That, that's healing. Yeah, so he wouldn't have to harbor <laughs> you know? that unforgiveness. So that yeah. thing was, he came to conclusion, yo, this is for me. So this is what I'm gonna say or whatever. Mm. And they, oh, he hugged her and all that type of stuff. That's how he was feeling. Come on, bro. You don't know how. All mm. we gonna say is what we would do. We don't know how we would act we in that scenario. Never know, because we ain't in that scenario. That was tough for him. Yeah. Man. My thing is this. Say something like what happened to Adam Toledo uh, recently. Say that happened to my kid. And I'm in court trial and stuff like that. And, you know, say the, the cop was like, and, you know, I'm just sorry. And I asked for your forgiveness. Yeah. I'm not sure what I was saying <laughs> at that moment. Chances are I might be like this. You know what? I'm a, I'm a believer in Christ. Mm. And I know forgiveness is key. But right now I don't forgive you. I don't feel that. Yeah, for real. I don't feel that. It's tough. And that you can be okay in saying that. Yeah, and I agree. You can be okay in saying that. It's like, hey, I'm not at this moment right now, so no, mm-hmm. I don't forgive you. But I'm pr- hoping and praying that I will get to that moment. And That's then you might be have some like yeah. Botham Jean's brothers, like, yo, I forgive you. It's, you know, and it's like that was for him. That was for him, man. So my thing is, don't knock that. We that that wasn't for you. Bro. No, that was right. for him. So right. all y'all who want to say this about him, no, shut that up. That yeah. wasn't for you. That man ain't sitting out here trying to please you or whatever. That was man. for him because. 
He can move on to be better. He's not going to hold all that resentment. And then also, and, and, and yeah, go ahead. That police officer, you know, experiencing that because remember he was like, "Can I hug?" And people was like, "Oh, he wanted to bail her out and give her the whole hug and stuff like that." But <laughs> he wanted to hug the white she devil and stuff like that. Man, go on. like he hugging that he, white that, devil. He's a young man who's compassionate. <laughs> Let that so man he just be. wanted to hug her and got to know everything hey, okay. Who's real, to say man. also that mm. with that experience? She won't go into jail. Surrender her life to Jesus. Really start living for him. But come then on, come out and like, yo, I screwed up black community. I want to be an advocate for y'all. That's I want to help y'all. And he I want to help the police yeah. force also. He so here's what I want to do. I want to be a bridge between the black community and the police force. Who's yeah. to say that that wouldn't happen over there? Yeah, we bro. don't know. We People don't just, know, man. We live in this microwave society. We live in this thing right then and this is outrage society. Well, outrage. You know, we're triggered. We, we have yeah. a trigger. We, we trigger happy, man. For real. Yeah. Trigger happy, man. Just, yeah. And you look at Christ, man. I mean, Christ forgave. I mean, as these people were huh, nailing him to a cross, you know, he's like, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Yeah. You know, in the midst of his suffering, in the midst of his pain, he didn't consider that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Father, <laughs> forgive them. Yeah. I was uh, like, in the midst of it, bro. I was texting somebody last night. Um, 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 old lady. Um, Call her mama. She got another mom to me, man. That's um, the one you tell me. She go to your church and yeah, yeah. That's okay, she goes. I think I've heard about. Yeah. That. Um. So we was texting about it last night. She uh made the mention of saying um Christ uh willingly, you know how he willingly did that sacrifice or whatever. And I was like, yeah. I said I'll be honest. I don't like people that much. Mm. That's real. <laughs> I don't think man. I could have did. For real, bro. You know, people get on my nerves. Just being, you know, just being I don't honest. Like people that much. My own kids get on my nerves, man. <laughs> I'm trying Sometimes to tell you. I don't like them. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. I, what I'm learning now as a parent. Hey, come on, bro. Is it is okay not to like your to kids? Like your kids sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> I ain't learning that as a parent, man. That's crazy because oh, hey, I would sit there. It's real, man. My wife be having no sentiment sometimes, man. My son be driving her crazy sometimes. Come on, bro. I'm like. Nah, babe, I get it now. Come I on, do, man. man. Hey, I understand that you. It's okay. Man, it's tough, I know my parents didn't like uh, me sometimes, it. man. Yeah. <laughs> my pops is verbalizing some things to me personally <laughs> that I wish he would have never said. It's hey, just the reality. I don't know? think you like me right now. I don't yeah. like you right now. Yeah. God, that's true though. Boom, fences. Who says I gotta like you? <laughs> <laughs> says that. Who says Who I gotta says like that? you? I ain't gotta I like you. I gotta like you. Yeah. Come on, man. Who said that the up, Classic bro? Denzel line on offense. Hey, man, man Denzel. Truth, like man. It. We had two Denzel references, man. Two movies, Book of Eli and Fences. Hey, man, then I love Denzel and Equalizer, though, for real, man. Denzel is the GOAT. I don't He care. the GOAT, bro. I don't care what people say. He the GOAT, say. man. He's, yeah, he's the GOAT. I don't care what they say, man. All these other... I understand you other people. You might... Older people, you might want to put Sidney Poitier. You might want to put, you know, all these other people there. Um, one guy we can't name because... Shoot... He about to be locked up for years of stuff he did. He was, you could say he was a good actor and comedian, you know. Who that? One of the longest running sitcoms. Played a doctor. <laughs> Wife was a lawyer. I got a brain One freeze. of the longest running sitcoms. I got a brain freeze right now. I don't even know who you're talking about. Uh, let's just say in his stand-up, he would talk about how to mix up stuff and then it ended up catching them. Years later, with all the cases, <laughs> him. Oh man, rhymes with pill. 
<laughs> Who you talking about, man? Rhymes with peel. Rhymes with peel. Yeah. yeah. Peel Bosby. Oh my. Yeah, yeah. you talking about Bill? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you talking about you talking about so, Bill Cosby, man? Yeah. So, ah, man. Yeah, but Denzel, man, he, he's he's. I mean, he has like he's playing like. It's like, man, it, it's a jump from him, you know, what I'm saying, and uh, remember the Titans to Training Day, you know, what I'm saying that's like, yeah, he can play all those roles because man, I think he, man, dude, and the father and fences, you know, what I'm saying it was like, yeah, he's good, he's man. versatile, man, he can do a lot. Here's the thing about. I say this for sure, especially from the black community standpoint. We ride for Denzel so hard. Every time he got a movie come out, we don't care. We watching it. We don't watch. We don't watch. And it. some of them sometimes they don't hit. They don't hit. His they latest, his latest one that was on HBO Max. Oh, I forgot the name. Well, um, Jared Leto played the antagonist. I guess. Yeah, that was that. I didn't see that one. Yeah, I didn't watch okay, that so one, I'm dude. Gonna, I, I, okay. I watched the trailers. You know, sometimes yeah. like the trailers are better than the actual movie. Yeah, I think this 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 one left you a certain way because you wanted it to happen. Everybody I talked to pretty much wanted some, it to happen a certain way, and it didn't happen it the didn't way they wanted it to. So it kind of leaves you there. But I'm not gonna spoil it for you because it may happen the way you wanted to. Maybe you I know? didn't see. I forgot about that, dude. Yeah, I gotta go watch that. I gotta get up on my Denzel movies, man. Yeah, real. And the old boy, the other character, and the old boy who played uh, God, what's the uh, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody? The group Queen. Mm-hmm. He did that song Bohemian Rhapsody, mm-hmm. the movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was the uh, main character. Okay, I forgot. The- God, yeah, I, I can't. Main character, for, I mean, I forgot the lead singer and uh, Queen. Name slip. I made it watch that. So I forgot all yeah. about that. But um, it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah, a, to me, it wasn't bad. It's just it's Denzel. So <laughs> your, your expectations when it's Denzel, your expectations is just super high. But like I'm gonna watch it anyway. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. So, but yeah, just um. Just kind of on that note, just kind of just having to talk some more, um, kind of coming to an understanding more, mm. um, and man, just what I would say is like for everything that's going on right now, I would say from a black community standpoint, mm-hmm. if you can for your own sanctity, for your own mental health. Mm-hmm. If you gotta take a break from social media, it's like avoid trauma Bruh, at all costs. That is, I hear the snowfall is I hear the snowfall is a dope show, and I plan to eventually start watching. Mm-hmm. But if it's some trauma in there that might trigger you, cut it off for a while. I think we need to. Um, I need to take a break. Shows that you might like, cut cut it off. Like remove yourself from the trauma. If social you know, media and just seeing stuff pissing you off and stuff like that. Yeah, move yourself from it, man. And I think yeah, this, and this is a good spot, man, because I'm thinking that um, that media when we're on social media, it has us, dude. We're we're like get so drawn in, and it's it is what's feeding us. It's what's feeding our mind. You know, what I'm saying we're not being fed spiritually. You know, what I'm saying we're being fed all this other stuff. But it's, and I think it just increases the the anger and the frustration. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying instead of bringing bringing healing, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying or speaking to our spirit. 
it doesn't. The social media, it's not going to do that. It's, it's, it's designed to program you to do what it wants you to do. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Feel like they want you to feel. Yeah. But And I think that taking a break from that, yeah. however that may look, and plugging ourselves into something that's going to give us life. And I'm talking about, like, you know, the Word of God, you know, yeah. podcasts or listening to yeah. sermons or just diving into the Word of God. Because I know that me personally in my life, dude, when I'm on social media, dude, I'm like, that's all I'm on. You feel me? Yeah. Facebook, mm-hmm. whether IG, and the Word of God is just, yeah, I'm not interested huge. in things of God right now. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But I need that. I, you need the Word of God to bring some perspective bring clarity bring peace man you need some we need some peace for our, our souls yeah, and only do. god can give that man and yeah because without them we don't we're going to react with our own wisdom yeah. you know and we know how that it's going to end just like with eve yeah. i mean she chose not god's wisdom she chose man's wisdom she decided to do things the way she wanted to do it listening to the serpent yeah. and i mean come and on i'm getting like this too Eve obviously had to be banging because Adam came and Adam came. Look, what, what did I, I told you? Not. Oh, you want me to try that? Yeah. Right. Okay, here we go. She had to be. She yeah, had to be banging because he gave in just like that. And then just, boom. Just gave in, man. It all, it all fell down from there. Hey. So. That's where it rolls downhill. But man, I think that's a um, good note, man. Right there, bro. We want a um, good place to, to end this. It's just. At scripture, Christ, yeah. you know, who's the head of all things, man. And um, it's something we need to be constant, consistently plugging ourselves into, yeah. you know, um, the word of God. And um, I mean, we, we don't neglect um, that there is that there are issues. You know, I'm not saying yeah. that, but um, we know there's issues, but we just mm-hmm. need God to give us wisdom mm-hmm. and how to properly. How do we navigate these things? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? We can't do it in our own wisdom, mm-hmm. which I think a lot of groups are. Yeah. You know, uh, wanting a kingdom without a king. You know yeah. what I'm saying? All these different movements coming out. Yeah. Minus Jesus, minus Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, they've become the God of their own throne. But yeah, Christians, that's not us. You know what I'm saying? God is our, yeah. he's our king. So and he's going to lead us through these muddy waters, bro. You know, so. And I understand it's, it's some stuff that we may have questions about and want answers to. It's not necessarily cut and dry like that. Mm. Specifically. In, in the Bible, mm-hmm. but there are footprints and roadmaps mm. that it can kind of lead you in a way right. to go. That's real. All you got to do is just kind of just sit there, and just look and see. It's, it has a lot of answers and it leads you to a lot of answers. Yes, you just kind of have to read and do the work. I agree, bro. So that's just for the real. thing as far as for people just kind of just look, man, read and do the work. Mm. At the same time, like unplug yourself from certain things and just hey for your own sanctity and mental health yeah, own mental health for real so and go watch a Denzel movie how about that yeah <laughs> we go don't go bad just go we, watch a Denzel movie we go man. watch Denzel yeah, that's what we gonna go bad just go watch a Denzel yeah. movie man that's you how know. we gonna do it Denzel turn that thing around just like that man <laughs> you know it's simple man you know I remember the first movie I wanna say I saw Denzel on was uh Mississippi uh uh Balancer or something like that. Yeah, yeah. They just seen them to now or whatever, man. So yeah, yeah. Go watch it, Denzel. But I think Denzel might have a movie coming out this summer, man. You, you know it. how we do it. Theater's back open now. Hey, black people might be in there. About that, bro. Yeah. Bro, I forgot about that. It's been a long time, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Weird. So yeah. On that note, um, gonna leave y'all with that. 
something to think about. But this is just something that we're about to start new coming out. Um, and we're going to be some things, just talking about some things. Um, the basis of this podcast is called 808s and Narnia. Um, with two dudes who love Christ, um, love our families, uh, pretty much raised on hip hop music, hip hop culture. So we love hip hop. Um, shoot. Like C.S. Lewis, he was dope. Hey, you know, yeah, so man. that's where the Narnia kind of effects comes yeah. in. So, yeah, just giving you different perspectives on things and just want to have honest conversations, honest discussions, man, and just, you know, just trying to come to certain resolutions and just hash things out and just uh, be in a little safe space and a medium just to kind of process your thoughts, process your feelings. So, on that note, man, y'all yes, be sir. blessed. All right. Holla at y'all, man. Later.